Assalamu alaikum and welcome to day 20 of the Ramadan series on Tazkiyah, self-purification. So let's begin. Jannatu adnin tajni min tahtiya al-anharu khalidina fiha wa dhalika jazau man tazakka. Gardens of lasting bliss grace with flowing streams and there they will stay. Such is the reward of those who purify themselves. Surah Taha verse 76. And that's the whole aim of this series is that we'll learn about how to purify ourselves in order to get that garden of lasting bliss, inshallah. So, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, Rabbishrahmi sadri, Yassiri amri. Of all the relationships that we as humans can have in this world, the most important, the most important is our relationship with our Creator, with Allah. Because if you think about it, even how our relationship is with Allah can actually determine or define our relationships with other human beings, with our family, with the community, with society, with friends. And so through reflecting and reciting the Quran, we can learn about the right way to establish and develop a relationship with Allah. How so? Well, one of the ways is through learning about Allah's names and attributes and applying them throughout our daily lives through how we deal with people, how we form friendships, how we go through different life trials. For example, Allah is Al-Ghafur, the most forgiving. So we should ourselves try and forgive ourselves for our shortcomings, but also forgive others for their shortcomings. I know it can it's quite hard to forgive people who've maybe like upset you or wronged you, but if we're trying to seek Allah's forgiveness, except especially in Ramadan, then surely we should also try and be forgiving because we want Allah to be forgive us. He's Allah for the most forgiving. We also know that Allah is the Sami' and Basir Al Alim, the all hearing, the all seeing, the all knowing. And so this should make us sort of like tread carefully in this world in the sense that we should make sure that our intentions or like our actions that we do are of the righteous because we're aware that Allah can hear us. So we can't just be like the hypocrites who say that we believe because Allah hears us. He knows what we're doing in behind closed doors. We can't just donate in public and then in private just spend, spend, spend. Allah is all-seeing. He sees. He knows everything about us. And there's also this term known as ihsan, which can be defined as the Muslim's responsibility to achieve perfection or excellence in their acts of worship. So using a hadith, to put it simply, the Prophet said, ihsan is to worship Allah as if you see him. And if you do not achieve this state of devotion, then... Take it for granted that Allah sees you. And so this hadith reminds us that every act we do, every intention should be for the sake of Allah. We should try and envision and imagine that Allah is right, is before us while we're doing this act. But for every day, that for every action that we do, but if we can't achieve that level of ihsan, if we can't if we find it difficult or hard to some days like imagine Allah right in front of us, then we should try and remind ourselves and reflect and understand that Allah sees us nevertheless. Like 
maybe we can't like imagine Allah in front of us, but Allah is always with us. Allah sees us. And many of the verses in the Quran, like the ones on guidance or prescribing the command, for example, they're often followed up by some of Allah's attributes. So, for example, if there's a verse about a command that's been prescribed for us, it can be followed by Al-Hakim, the All-Wise, to remind us that we might not understand the hikmah or the reasoning behind this command, but Allah knows because He is the Most Wise. Um, for example, a prohibition um, could be followed by the name Al-Azim, the most powerful, to remind us that these prohibitions, maybe we're, like, we might want to go towards this prohibition or we might find it hard to stray from this prohibition. So reminding ourselves that Allah is the most powerful can help with not doing this prohibition. It serves as a constant reminder that we are following Allah's ways and helps to attribute certain names to Allah. So that's how it helps. Um, and nowadays when the word sharia is mentioned or uttered, it can be misunderstood or like, ooh, she's talking about sharia, oh no. But sharia, simply put, means the legal practice that's related to the Quran, the sunnah. It's almost like our moral code on how to live righteously as Muslims. And so, therefore, sharia can help us strengthen our relationship with Allah because we're trying to live our lives following the Qur'an and Sunnah. Again, so our relationship with Allah can be developed through learning about His names and attributes. As, for example, Allah is Al-Kareem, the most generous, we should try and reflect on Allah's generosity and the blessings He's constantly providing us with. Allah is Al-Khaliq, the Creator, so we should remember that Everything has been created by Allah. So everything has its own beauty and everything belongs to him. So we should obey his commands because after all, he created us. And inshallah, we'll look in more detail in the following episodes at different attributes or components that are related to and that are important to our relationship with Allah. But for now, today's moment to reflect is maybe pick out two to three names or attributes of Allah and learn about them and try and apply them to your daily life. So for example, we have the name Ar-Rahman, the most merciful. So what you can do is by learning about this name, you can ask Allah constantly for his mercy, for everything that you do that it's combined with Allah's mercy and for you as well to embody even a fraction of Allah's mercy and just spread it to other people to be to have that mercy towards others. So again, reminder, today's moment to reflect is pick a few attributes of Allah's names, understand them, learn about them, and apply them to yourself and to your relationship with others. For the dua, أَسْأَلُكَ إِيمَانًا لَا يَرْتَدَّ وَنَعِيمًا لَا يَنْفَدَّ وَمُرَافَقَ نَبِيَّكَ مُحَمَّدًا صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ فِي أَعْلَى جَنَّاتِ الْخُلْدِ O oh Allah, I ask you for faith that does not unravel and delight that never depletes and the companionship of your Prophet Muhammad وسلم, in the highest eternal garden. Ameen. Anything incorrect is from myself and all good is from Allah. So forgive me for my shortcomings. Alhamdulillah. Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdika. Shadduna la ilaha illa ant. Astaghfiruka wa atubu ilayk. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.